Oh my god, it is the season freaking finale, folks. Season two! Oh my god, the show went two seasons! How did that happen? You didn't boo me off the stage with Rotten Tomatoes yet. No, surprisingly not. See, yes. <laughs> two seasons, 24 episodes, about, what, 12 hours of, of entertainment? Possibly more than that Just now. Just about, a little bit, little bit more than that probably. You could but, spend yeah, half a day listening to Genesis Avalon. Literally, you could get up and then listen to Avalon, all of, all of what we have so far, and then go to sleep. From dawn like, till dusk. Yes. But anyway, hi everybody, I am Catherine Pride, I am the host uh, for this evening, um, and I am the for the show. I wrote it, came up with it, directed it. You guys probably already know all this stuff by now. I don't know why I keep saying it. Um, also, also, well, you've heard the end of the episode, because if you haven't, you really should press stop now before I say anything else. But I'm all, you know, I'm also, there are lines recorded with me in them. Um, anyway, also with me is Chris Britton, who is also in the episode today, as he is my main villain. And my editor. <laughs> yes, hello. <laughs> Very so yes, here we are at the season two finale of the show. And, like, I want to say like a week or two, a couple weeks have passed, and no sign of Sam. No, although we do kick off with someone making tea, which is always lovely. Yes, Noir was making tea, and then he burned himself because he kind of has forgotten what he's doing. Nah, it's, all, it's the new opposable thumbs. It is, it really is. It's amazing how those get in the way. <laughs> We know, Jaina. But it's probably going to be okay. This is another season after this. Yeah, there is another season. I know where. No, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Spoilers! Don't tell her! So, all the usual don't jazz. Don't say those words, Noir. <laughs> Music, Miss Cat. What have we got yes. in the scene? Uh, I want to say this is from Zero Project. Yes, I think it uh, is as well. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's um, it's one of the kind of uh, the fairy tale expansion pack he has. So yeah. lots of really good stuff in those packs. But I liked it because it's kind of like an epic startup, but not like it's not like oppressively bombastic epic. It's just very strong strings. And I like that about the song. So that's why I picked it. Well, especially with the opening of the last episode, Fight Through the Skies, and now we feel a much calmer build-up for the, for the yeah. finale here. Yeah, because the finale, oh boy, it's something. It is indeed. I love the fact that Jaina has learned her freaking lesson, sort of. <laughs> yes, this is yeah, certainly a different... It's a different Jaina that we had 12 episodes ago. Yeah, I mean, she's learned the lesson of, res of personal responsibility now, and that that's different from personal blame. She's realized that there's a difference between blaming yourself for things out of your control and for being responsible for things that are a direct, directly a result of your actions. Yes. And so she has realized that Knox coming back was not, you know, Roxy coming back was not necessarily her personal fault. But it is her responsibility to take care of her because she would never have been killed if Jaina had been had been able to catch her in the first place. If yeah. she'd been able to, to get her out of the, la the labyrinth. But and that would have changed if she'd just been honest with her friends. So, um, so it's kind of nice to kind of see that she's made a change. But you know, she's also still talking about going after Knox alone, which is not. 
You missed a part of the memo, Jaina. <laughs> yeah, especially now she has a few other superpowered buddies around. Yeah. Although, of course, one of them is unconscious, so. And one of them is, is yeah. And one of them is a, a, a wall. Yeah. Or, in fact, a wolf. <laughs> oh, horrible joke. Oh, uh, yes, that's joke. what you have you me are for. You fired. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Come back, you're rehired. <laughs> I love that. Oh, God, there's more. I gotta say, Trenton and Richard did a really good job with the scene, because it wasn't easy to do. So... No, it's it is it's a it just builds up it really into the next scene. Well, into a few scenes time. Yeah, um, yeah. But it needs to be there for uh, for the reasons I've noticed that you you stop moving the scenes around quite so much. Um, that's because I've been managing to actually put them in the order they're supposed to be in. Like uh, before, I give you the script to edit. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen that I've moved some scenes around again, but not this time around. This this. I think was pretty solid from start to finish Yeah. from a timing perspective. Um, there was a lot that had to be done in certain orders, so I couldn't really change as much stuff around. So, well, It's interesting to come back and listen because it's such a long time since I actually edited this one. Yeah. Of course, Sam. I know. In his memory. He's a little broke, did. Stuck a bit in the past. Yeah. Just just a bit. <laughs> Only a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice because but through this uh we get to see a lot more of Sam and Asara's relationship through his from his perspective. Yes. Because we never really got to well, we haven't got to see that up till now because he's been so reluctant to talk about her. Yeah. And and that's gonna kind of I mean that's a I don't it's not much of a spoiler to say that that trend is going to continue on some level uh, throughout next season. There's more information that's gonna be that's gonna be coming out. And if you've listened to the end of the episode, then you know that that of course there's going to be more information and more of Sam talking about the past because he's still pretty stuck in it. Yes, I'm rather confronted by it. Yeah. David Holt on top form as always. He's, oh yes. He's very good at playing people who've like got damaged or lost memories. I swear to god that was not intentional. <laughs> like, I didn't know. <laughs> I was like, Whatever. Yeah. That's the thing, I'll have to quiz him about it. Have you ever lost your memory? <laughs> I don't know. I love okay, there's I have a little like director fangirl moment here. So when Sekhmet shows up, there's all these birds at the church and you can hear it. When she shows up, the birds all flock away. Oh, that's like, you cute. can hear them all alight and leave. That was kind of fun to do. That's very cute indeed. Um, so, running I, away I, from I the cat. Yeah. I like that a lot. I'll say I love that you put things like that into your direction. Lots of people don't bother. <laughs> I think that's I a lot. I love stuff like that. It's yeah. fun. Bernadette, why is... Sekhmet's so fucking sexy and terrifying. I don't know. It's so awesome, though. I can't express it. Because <laughs> the way it's written, I mean, she's written quite straight in terms yeah. of just, like, a rather straight character. 
Um, there's not a lot of humour in there, generally. Yeah. And not a huge amount of sarcasm, really. But the way Bernadette reads her is just, it's so different from how I, when, when you first, when I started editing her before I'd ever heard her, it's so yeah. different from how I imagined her. But it's like, I couldn't even imagine her being played any other way now. Yeah. Which is awesome. So, Burn, you're awesome. And we all knew that. We did indeed. Meanwhile, I torture the poor puppy. <laughs> Sorry. That sounds a bit sick and wrong. That is a bit sick and wrong. Just remember, no real animals were harmed in the making of this radio play. <laughs> so, go away, PETA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that exodus. Like, he just, like, lets loose. And he gets a power-up! New transformation! Oh, uh, really? Just come in a new costume? It's mm, probably not. It's probably the same type of costume. Nah. His costume changes way less, because, like the lady was saying, your costume's an extension of yourself. So, there's no need to change the costume if it's what you feel comfortable with. Yes, and he's already a lot more comfortable And he's already himself. very comfortable as, as, as Exodus. Oh, sorry, I just got chills. <laughs> I love the way he says that line. Um, David, I heart you. You know that already. Who doesn't? I know, right? He's just so much fun to have on a cast. He does such awesome stuff. Absolutely. This is the, the scene you were talking about. That's that really that that scene with the uh, Julian and and. Bobby really leads up to. Yes. Also, I get to mention that, you know, he and Nat are friends. And it's all, you know, and, you know, she's not answering her phone because she's kind of in coma. <laughs> and yet Bobby isn't totally aware about this yet. He has no idea, so he just thinks she's been busy. I don't want you getting hurt. I really like this piece of music, too. It's another Kevin McLeod piece. That then I then... I then bled another Kevin McLeod piece into. That's oh, more nice. That's two different pieces. Doing a mashup. Good work. Yeah, I'm good with those. I love those. Rick! Yay, that's right. Rick actually shows up officially this now. He's in this the next scene with bought with uh, Julian. And Rick's Rick's kind of um He's he's the he's like the news he's not the newsboy. He's like the the hot shot the actual hotshot reporter, but he's not a jerk like like Julian is. <laughs> he's really good at his job, but he's less of a jerk about it because he knows that being a jerk doesn't necessarily get you the story. He's the lowest lane of the paper. Probably, yeah. <laughs> without the heels. Yes. Or oh, maybe with the heels. Who knows? Maybe with the heels. We never know. <laughs> They both did such a good job with this scene. I'm just enjoying the fact you had the phrase knobby nettle knees in there. Yes. I love this scene. They're so evil. It's so sad. When you know the ending of this episode, you're like, aw, no more of this. No. But, oh well. But, you know, I didn't want it to drag on too long, and, and I already already knew the way her storyline was going to end. I mean, this wasn't really up for debate. Yeah, and I think it's important that we get there, as we were, yeah. saying, as we were saying last month, actually. I think it's important yeah. now that it does all 
come together and it's starting to come together on yeah in a much bigger level so yeah. i don't want to i don't want to wait too long on stuff i mean there's still some friend of dr matthews hello dr matthews. yes return of dr matthews it's been a yes. while hi mom <laughs> i like the fact that your mama's in your show i'm not sure i, I can get my mom in my that. show I, I you know everybody i talk to is like we really like that and it's like my mom really likes it too so it's okay <laughs> She just really wanted to be involved, and she really is a, 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 like, like, she's a nurse in real life, but she's also a huge mythology buff. She's the reason I love the mythology I love, so it felt only right to give her something to contribute to when I, uh, when I started the show back when it was on the BAA. So, that's why I've never gotten rid of her, and I've always loved having Dr. Matthews around. And I love this scene, because... You get to, you know, this is a, this is something that originally when this, the very first draft of the script, none of this information was in here. None of it. Like, there was no information on what Knox was, how the plague worked, nothing. And I wrote this in here because I wanted to do two things. I wanted to address concerns that there wasn't enough world building, mm. which I felt by this point we had kind of established it. But I also know that, you know, I like, I knew there was going to be tons of mythology in the next three seasons, you know. But I wanted to make sure I got this information in there because there's really no other convenient time for it to get dropped. Yes. And this is important. You need to know what happened to, to Roxy's body to understand things that happen in the future with other characters. Yeah. Now, I think it's a good way to do it. I mean, the character of Leanne has served as has served a, a good purpose in the past as mm-hmm. giving information, but through a because she's so connected to Asara and then connected to Jane, is that it doesn't feel yeah. like again, as we were saying, this character just walking on and just saying blah 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 and walking off like at the end of a Shakespeare play. You yeah, know, it's 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 the connection gives it much more gravitas and much more meaning to the characters and therefore to the audience. So yeah, yeah, no, I I, I you know I don't think it jars at all and. I I think it's a good point to have it here now um, before we, we do enter the very action-centric end. Cause, yeah, because, yeah, I mean, oh boy, folks, you're going to want to make sure you bring a bottle of water and some Gatorade for next season. <laughs> what is Gatorade? It's uh, it's an energy drink. It's like, not an energy drink. It's like a sugary drink that's got electrolytes and stuff in it. I'm assuming not made from alligators. No, definitely not made from alligators. That's different. Okay, okay, okay. that's fine. We don't get I don't, it here. I don't think about the fact that you guys don't get that, but, you know, that makes perfect sense. No, we have Lucasade here, which is a sugary energy drink, and maybe it's the same thing. I don't know. Probably. Yeah. Probably similar. <laughs> Everyone's going, why are they talking about energy drinks? <laughs> I know, right? What is this? Oh, I love this scene! It was just meant to be like a little fill-in so that, you know, I you can have a moment of, like, levity in the middle of all this seriousness. <laughs> but it just wound up being so funny and so cute because, it's like, computer starts, like, chirping and grinding. And you're like, that's not a sound that your computer's supposed to make. No, and I like the little uh, error error effects you had in there because they don't sound particularly like any, any operating system I've ever yeah. heard of. So it's like, what are they working on? Yeah, I made I made uh I made I made them so that they wouldn't be specific to any OS because I didn't want to have to run into any problems with that. So. <laughs> and here we have Rick, the lowest lane of this uh, yes, of this paper, as I'm now going to refer to him forever. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get over it, Julian. I'm sorry it doesn't travel at the speed of light. 
Need more RAM. <laughs> more RAM solves everything. Oh, Julian. What about her? She's in the hospital with the rest of the people who got struck by this. Well, it's also sad. Is because, and I think at this point, Julian has kind of figured out that, you know, Tanya's really sick, and he never got to fix anything with her, and he really doesn't know if he's ever going to get a chance to. And then his partner, who just like two episodes ago was yelling at him about how he wouldn't even give her the freaking time of day and treated her like a coffee bitch. And when that's not really how he thinks of her at all. Um, and now he's like, oh, wow, this this really sucks. I hate life. I mean, did you always have this plan for Tanya? Yep. This has always been pl- from from day one. I, I already knew where she was going to be going. Mm. Are there any out of interest? I mean, I know, like me, you're very much a plot planner yeah. um, in terms of characters, but are there any characters where you sort of have a bit of an open ending where, you, you know, you just see how it flies? Oh, yeah. Um, Rick's one of those characters. Rick, okay. um, Evan, I have a general idea of what I'm doing with him. Yeah. Um, but there's some specifics up in the air. Same goes for Bobby. Uh, Olivia is pretty open. Okay. Because I there's so much I don't know about her, and then there's a couple other characters that I don't. There's a lot I don't know about them, but we'll get to that when they show up. Mm. I'm just always interested because you know the, it's nice to know exactly where everyone's going, but also it's sometimes nice because sometimes something in the real world happens yeah. and it well, influences what you yeah, want to write. Well, for for example, for example, well, I'll just go ahead and use this example. Um, initially, this whole ep- last episode in this episode featured very heavy Julian and Carrie scenes. Carrie never disappeared in my original drafts. Yeah. I did that because I realized there was other stuff going on in the future of the show. And also there were, I just, there was some, you know, there was some real life stuff. I kind of felt like I'm deserved a break for a little while. Hmm. Um, And just a lot of other factors, but I wound up rewriting about five scripts because of that decision. And it really, it turned out to be the better decision because now the whole story is going to serve a much better purpose because of it. Yes. So that's a good example of that. Okay. I've changed stuff before. I don't always do it, and I have to have a really good reason for doing it, and typically it has to be story-based, but if I decide to do it, I do it, you know? Yeah. No, understood. Oh, the the Julian music. Oh, Bobby. You're so adorable in how you support Avalon. I love that about him. He is. Because he's so opposite of Martin, because Martin would have had Avalon. He was like J. Jonah Jameson and Spider-Man. He would have been happy to see Avalon strung up on the papers as, as a criminal. Yes. Yes, he would. <laughs> he, all, he just needed the little, the little Hitler mustache. <laughs> nice explosions. Thank you. That's her flighty noise. It altered after she got the power up. Instead of her having just a whoosh noise, now there's a sonic boom in it. That's so right. So before she got the power up from the lady, she couldn't quite hit break the speed barrier or the sound barrier. Now she can. So. That's another thing which is, is, is hard with audio um, drama in terms of um, people flying. Is how do you do that? Because someone flying in real life is 
probably not that people can fly in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Just, well, yeah. So, these people I meet all the time we fly in real life, and they don't make any noise at all. Um, <laughs> John, John down the road, he flies silently. Um, <laughs> From the winter. But people um, probably wouldn't make any. If people could fly, they probably wouldn't make any noise because all you're doing is defying gravity. But obviously yeah. you need to represent it in some way in audio drama. So it's doing it in a way that doesn't sound totally corny. Um, well, but... and also for me, I am of the opinion that when she's flying, it is a propelled movement. Yes. There is a magical propulsion that actually makes her go that fast. Hence why there would be a sonic boom. Which makes sense. So. Oh, Sekhmet, he's so evil. I love that line, though. He's like, let me go. She's like, right, okay, that works. This is some awesome music effects work here. Oh, I love this. Just, that just to so stroke fun. your ego, but it's an ego that <laughs> deserves stroking. Oh, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> The end is most definitely nigh. Yes, it's coming, folks. You're there. You're almost there. Is this McLeod? Yep, it is, actually. It's one of my favorite McLeod pieces. It's good I piece. reserve it specifically for scenes with Exodus in them. God damn it. That means I can't use it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you could use it. I don't use it that often. Oh, really? Oh, excellent. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's not like the standard Exodus everything music. <laughs> I've actually, I've been through now and I've deleted all the cheat tracks which you use specifically for the show. Oh, that's awesome. In like a horribly selfish kind of way. No, well, it's fine. No, I know what it's like. Especially because you do write um, thematic pieces. I, I do, yes. Oh, I love this scene! This was, I really liked how this battle turned out. Because like, it was like I took all the lessons I learned from how to do a fight scene in the air in the last episode and then I did it again here. So it was really cool. Is that, um, the J Jaina makes a reference to Crone here for her power. She requests the power from the Crone. Is yes. that the first time she does that? Yeah. She's, she is accessing new gods in this episode because she, in the, in the two weeks between last episode and this one, the assumption is that she did exactly what Natalie had told her to do before falling off the roof. She sat and researched. Yes. So she learned how to access a few more gods in the meantime, which is why when this fight happens, she is able to beat the snot out of Nox. She's, she's finally time. there, you know? Yeah. That's why I love this scene, because, um, like, initially in this scene when she's fighting and stuff, there was no talk of, like, how she beats down Nox other than, like, and then she beats the crap out of Nox. And... When I got to the point where she actually comes around and she starts beating her up, it pans. So you can tell she's, like, flying away and then flying back around yeah. Nox. She's, she's so much faster than her now. Yes, yes, she does. Thank God! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right here where she goes whoosh and then comes back. And then she leaves and she comes back. I was really, I kind of just like decided to do that and I was really glad I did it. I was like, that just sounds really cool. <laughs> now, as always, your fight waller is unsurpassable. <laughs> I believe Kristen's exact words when she listened to this episode and heard Jaina scream, you'll never use her body again, was I'm sitting there in the other room and all of a sudden I hear her go, hot damn! 
down! Like, out of nowhere. <laughs> it's like, I win! Awesome! We should always have a Chris alternate commentary, which is just her listening oh. to the episode and her reaction. Oh, I know. Well, she will be in commentaries next season. Yes, because I know. next season, she is my... She starts... Her story starts setting up, so I'm, we'll be, she'll be in the commentaries with me. Because season four is really... It's really the story the two of us worked together on, and then and then there's something after that, but yeah. No, that'll be cool, the three of us. Yeah. Oh, I love that where she realizes Sam's there and he's kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) He's a bit derpy. We're now just listening to the episode. Yeah, I know, we're doing it again. Sorry, folks, but it's really good. I mean, you're, you're wanting to listen to it, too. (laughs) <laughs> um, side note, this is the exact, this part right here is the exact same piece of music, sort of, as what was, when, when Lilith was killed. The uh, first version, when Lilith died, was Agnes Day, as done by Kevin MacLeod. This version is Agnes Day, as done by Zero Project. I thought that was really cool. So. That is very cool, very cool indeed. Nice matching. It was really cool when I found this piece of music. I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't know he had this on here. That's awesome. <laughs> no. And then initially this was much more fast. And then I had the struggle in there because I felt like it, it needed something. And I was like, the one thing I could think of would be that they would be, she would catch that blade. She would not want to kill Roxy, even after all that. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I she think just has important. to turn the blade on her. Yeah. I think that comes across, and then also with 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 Sekhmet standing over the situation as well. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. This music's awesome. I, I have chills right now, folks. Full choir. It's really awesome. I'd love a choir. And then I'd, she, and then she just like fire, like she she blazes away in smoke and ash, just gone, just like that. That's right, folks. An entire season of all this angst, and it's just gone. Just gone. Just gone. Dust to dust. Mm-hmm. Wrong with oh, Then Sekhmet goes nutsoid! And then she turns into a friggin' lion. <laughs> well, she's still sexy. Um. <laughs> oh no, we're calling in the big guns now. Wait. Oh, now this is Dance Macabre you've brought Isn't in here. It? Very nice. Yeah, it's it's that 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 whole suite is kind of like my when I can I use it for all the for the family of the bad guys because I've used it for Lilith, I've used it for Obsidian, and I've used it now for a Sekhmet scene. Well, I know Kevin MacLeod does has a whole range of dance macabre yeah. intros, outros, covers, different parts of the music. Yeah, um, it's really awesome. But it's such a great piece of music, anyway. Yeah. Oh, daddy. No. <laughs> well, I think it's time for Obsidian to turn up. Hello. <laughs> How are you all doing? I'm Obsidian. <laughs> Charmed. <laughs> I might just start playing him like that. 
<laughs> no, you're not allowed. Sounds kind of relaxed, posh, British loosh. Hello. It's almost like as if Eddie Izzard was playing this character. Yeah. So we're going to we're going to find some jam. <laughs> I like how over the course of this season you have gradually gotten even more growly. Yeah, I, well, I think... It's just like, it keeps happening. Part of that happened was uh, there were quite... There was a, a, a spate of episodes where I had... Because I had a chronic sore throat for about yeah. three months. So, and I did a lot of episodes in those three months. So I think I just got really, really growly out of the way throat. <laughs> um, that's his death noise. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, yeah, I think they are quite growly at this point. It works though. What the hell are you talking about? I love how she's like, at this point, Jaina has hit a level of, at this point, you could throw anything at me, and I just have stopped caring. <laughs> I'm going to like, try not to be surprised. And then she gets surprised. Talk to the hand. Yeah. Why are you telling me? You are a little Basil exposition here, I'm sorry. That's okay. Basil exposition is perfectly acceptable, and he is also of British intelligence, so it's only right that I should play him. <laughs> Me too. Like, especially since we've been getting to this point all this time. Well, it just seemed too convenient for Asara to die so early on and so quickly. I know, right? Really. It's so weird that I would... It's so odd that I would kill her off so early. Yep. Right, folks? When right. There's so much more to learn. more about her. Also, the really cool thing is, this is... There is a version of this on Kevin McCloud's website, but not this version. I got this from a special pack from him for, like, voting for someone that he he was he was partnered with, uh, for to get a role in Mad Men, and so he gave like a big sound effects pack or like music pack, and so this version of the funeral march isn't actually on the website as far as I know. Very good. Yeah, and it has the bells and stuff, and I love it so much more than the written than the version he wound up posting. Nice indeed. Did he did he get something with Mad Men? No. I think the person that we voted for got in. She got a walk on roll or something. Ah, right. Okay. Oh, uh, this is so interesting to do. Absolutely. It's not an easy voice to shout in. It sounds so different from my natural voice that I was like, I don't want to shout, and it sound like you know <laughs> Cassie screaming. So. Didn't you make me re-record my evil laugh in this episode? Yes, because you didn't give me an evil laugh, you bastard. Evil laughs are hard to do without them sounding shit. Well, they can sound cheesy in this case. <laughs> 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 exactly. Uh, yeah, this is the most lines I've ever had in one episode. It is a lot of episode lines, yeah. But no, awesome reveal. Nicely built up, but not hinted at too much that I think it comes out as quite a good surprise. Oh yeah, because, I mean, at, I, at no point did I drop even once that this is why Obsidian wanted Excalibur all this time. Yes. Not even once! I didn't say anything, and you like, it just kind of comes up. I actually gotta say, I gotta say, for me, that's actually really, that's like a record in secret keeping, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Because normally, like, with my Avalon secrets, I've told somebody somewhere. Yeah. I don't even think I told Kristen. I just did it. Oh, of course, Sam. 
Yeah, well now things are complicated a hundredfold. Yeah. Poor guy. He doesn't know. He doesn't know you, Jaina. We're sorry. He doesn't remember you. And he probably won't until you get Excalibur back. And thus we set up, you set up a fantastic season three, the mission for Excalibur. <laughs> I imagine if it was a season long mission for Excalibur, though, it'd be very boring, people, so don't listen to Chris. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just toying with them. They don't <laughs> know. <laughs> I gotta say, I know Megan gets kind of nervous about like Walla and stuff because it'll, because this is a very different kind of character than what she's traditionally played so far. But I was like, no, you're fine. I love it. You're awesome. Keep doing what you're doing. No, absolutely. So, kudos to Megan. You're awesome. I want you to listen to this, and every time you feel down on yourself. I want you to know that I think you're awesome. <laughs> if anyone ever said to me, give me one good reason why I couldn't, wouldn't kill you, I think I'd say I make really good chili. <laughs> I think that would distract someone so badly that they would, in fact, let you live. I, I, can't, I will make you an awesome chili. Really, is there anything better? Yes, indeed you Just did. It's very creepy. That's how they work, folks. They work creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Full of creep. Yes. And thusly, season two draws to a close. I like the ending. It was really tough trying to figure out how to end this episode. And I was like, but I really like this music, so I think I will actually carry it all the way through. And then it kind of, it, you know, it burns out on its own in a very nice, ominous note. Yep. I agree. Ominous and yet determined, because now Jaina has a plan, sort of. It's good to have a plan. Yes. It is. So, yes, plan. anyway. Hey, uh, there we um, are. We're done with the season. Holy crap. Um, I can't believe we just got through season two. I'm still kind of flabbergasted that people even listen this far in. Um, so, anyway, season finale. I'm not going to tell you anything. But, but if you've already listened to the episode, well, then Dr. Evan Spencer has told you something. So, uh, hang in there. Um, anyway, so we will catch you guys next, uh, not next month, but the month after. But in the meantime, if you would like to give me your thoughts on Avalon, maybe tell Chris your thoughts on Avalon, tell anybody your thoughts on Avalon, um, you can follow me on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon. You can email me at my pendant audio address, which is kat at pendantaudio.com. You can leave us a comment on the message. Uh, you can you can join the mess the mailing list at uh, groups.yahoo.com slash group slash pendant. Or you can leave us a comment on the actual website, pendantaudio.com. Um, other than that, if you got this on iTunes, please let me know what you think. Leave a comment in the iTunes review, and uh, hopefully it'll be a good one. If you liked it, awesome. Make sure you tell me. Make sure you tell me what you liked, because maybe I'll give you more of that. If you didn't like it, and you don't have a really good reason other than that you're just a meanie pants, <laughs> then don't tell me. I don't want to hear it. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I love you all, even if you don't like stuff. Um... Anyway, so that's the end of the season. Stay tuned for season three. It is a roller coaster of awesome. Uh, 
not a lot. I mean, it's not the same as season two. So if this is a little heavy for you, hang in there. It gets better. There's more interesting stuff going on next season. So we will see you guys next season. Be here. Same Avalon time. Same Avalon channel. Yes, I did steal that from Batman. Oh, my God. (laughs) That was a very good one-minute spiel. Well done. (laughs) See you in two months, everyone. Bye. Bye.